When I was a little girl, my grandmother would start her day at the kitchen table with a cup of coffee. And when I would wake up, I would join her at that table and we would talk, we would laugh, and I would listen and I would learn. Sometimes she would talk to her girlfriends and I would soak it all in. They talked about life, they talked about love, but mostly she talked about being ferociously her, being her authentic self in a world that didn't always accept who she was, how she was, or that she was. But she didn't let that stop her. She made shift happen anyway. My granny's not with us anymore, but that doesn't mean the laughing and the learning has to stop. Join me, ladies and gentlemen, at my kitchen table, and let's keep talking shift. You're listening to Talking Shift, the podcast, with your host, Marissa Q. Payne. Talking Shift is a trademarked production of Marissa Q. Payne International, your source for coaching and consulting when you need a major shift in life or leadership. Have bag, we'll travel. <laughs> for more information, visit marissacupain.com. Get you some good friends when you're going through your shift. That's the message here. For now, listen, learn, and laugh with your host, Marissa Q. Payne. Emphasis on at the moment. Welcome back, family, friends, lurkers, to Talking Shift, the podcast. I am your host, Marissa Q. Payne, and I am, as always, super excited to be with you for another uh, power-packed episode about the realities of making shift happen in your life. I am joined today... (laughs) by um, a woman that I absolutely positively adore. Um, I refer to her as my sister from another mister. We encountered each other one time or through one event, and uh, she changed my life. Um, And I think she's going to change your life too. Like, I am so, so... Super, super excited to have conversation with this. Um, I'm excited for you to hear this powerful uh, shift story. Um, Rachel Dealer is, she's a boss. <laughs> she is um, a breathwork, certified breathwork uh, practitioner that she uses um, to transform people's lives. Um, she's also certified in human design. Uh, she's a healer. She, um, harbors a deep seated passion for unconventional healing modalities, uh, shifting the stigmas surrounding mental health and guiding others towards their own true North. Um, having struggled with a near fatal eating disorder for over two decades, she confidently, um, credits breath work as the foundation for her own recovery and portal to her own self-awareness. So we are going to hear about that shift and probably a ton more, Join me in welcoming Rachel Dealer to the Talking Shift studio. Hi, sis. Hello, my sister from another mister. (laughs) 
How you doing? I'm so good. And I'm even better now that I'm with you. You are one of my <laughs> I faves. Am like, um, so we were in breathwork certification together. Um, I was a student. You were a teacher. <laughs> like a few clicks ahead of me. And um, you, I... I came broken, I think, um, just as you came broken, you know, like a few clicks ahead of me. And um, our brokenness came together and healed together. And um, I'm just really excited that and humbled that you would uh, be willing to talk shift with us today. Um Tell me, tell me a little bit about, you say breathwork changed your life. Um, I don't know. I feel like we're saying breathwork. People may not know what that is and we'll get to that. But just, just say hi to the people and talk a little bit about um, shifting and what that has meant in your life. Absolutely. Um, as Marissa said, I you know, I've struggled with an eating disorder. My first time I was in treatment, I was 15. Then again at 27. And then again at 39 uh, during COVID. And I'd actually had a mild heart attack uh, just from all the abuse on my body. And mm. I was so frustrated, uh, suicidal. Um, I'd actually been in the psych ward, uh, addicted to prescription diet pills, and then they would cause me so much anxiety. I would drink at night to calm that anxiety. Makes sense, right? And mm -hmm. it was just this vicious circle. And I was talk therapied out. I'd done EMDR, you know, tried every different medications the doctors wanted to put me on. And just nothing felt sustainable. It was like, I give the analogy of holding a beach ball underwater and that's what it mm. felt like. Like at any time I could relapse, I could, you know, my favorite yoga po pose, downward spiral. Um, mm. I, I just couldn't get it. And it was so frustrating because I've always been such a motivated go-getter. But it's the one area of my life I just could not figure out. And, you know, about 2018, um, I was in a horrible lawsuit uh, with my father Um and almost lost my business, had to sell my house, and then COVID hit. And I just, it almost like, it almost is like COVID gave me permission to fall apart. And I did. And I spent three months um, down in California at a treatment center. You know, I walked in there, tail between my legs, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is where I'm at again. And to make a long story short, this particular treatment center, every Friday, they had a different healing modality. Mm. And on like the fourth or fifth week I was there, it happened to be breath work. Mm. And I'd never even heard of it. I'm like, what the hell? Like breathing is something I do every day. How can this <laughs> even benefit me? And within those 20 minutes, it was only a 20 minute session, I felt like my perception shifted. My clarity was clear. Just everything, mm. every, I felt like I was in my body 
for the first time since I was a little girl. And wow. after the session, uh, the facilitator actually came up to me and he said, you know, I don't usually do this, but I really feel like you should continue with breath work. Mm. And so I didn't. <laughs> and I stayed sober <laughs> for a year. <laughs> I got this. I love that. But I, I yeah, love I that so much. <laughs> well, I just, I don't listen. So I all. didn't. I defiant. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Well, same I didn't know sister, how to. Right? And, yeah. you know, about I stayed sober for a year. And then, like, after a year, I'm like, I could totally probably drink like a normal person. And, you know, I tried. And I'm not a normal person. I mean, I do ev everything is all or nothing. You know, even mm -hmm. like an Epsom salt bath. Like, they say half a cup. Oh, no. Half the bag, you know, pressed white strips, 30 minutes, mm -mm, sleeping in those bad boys. So <laughs> it's real. I do everything yeah. to the extreme. And so yeah. I pulled back from it again and went to a yoga class uh, with my friend Lisa. And she started talking about how she was going to Sedona to a breathwork training. And my whole body lit up. And I didn't have the finances. Keep in mind, my house burnt down 10 days after I got out of treatment, but I went. Oh. I just said yes, because I felt yeah. in my whole being that this had to happen. And it yeah. that was February of 2022, so it's only been a little over a year. And it completely transformed how I walk through the world, how I show up in the world, how I mother my children, how I treat people. and. Wow. Now I'm facilitating and doing the same things to help others. And I just never thought I would ever get here. Wow. But here I am. You said so, so much juicy stuff. Um, you know, you mentioned, you know, three different, at least three different times that um, you wrestled with the eating disorder. And what I... I love about that. And I don't want the audience to miss because we talk about this quite a bit, you know, about how when you are, you know, going through a shift that it's it's evolutionary. Right. It's it's not just like, oh, I want to make shift happen. And, you know, I take a little step or two steps and then voila, I've arrived. Right. Like you, you know, make some progress and you're living and then, you know, something happens and you might take a couple steps back and have to do it again. But it doesn't mean you didn't make progress, right? It just means something else happened and it's a new um, iteration of it. But each, you know, iteration of it was moving you towards where you are now. And I just appreciate you sharing that it was progressive. You know, you mentioned the beach ball analogy and I could just, you know, see myself like wobbling on the ball and how fragile, mm -hmm. you know, that is. Um, that analogy is so clear and it's just like, I'm just bound to, um, you know, do something different. But then you said the moment you, like 20 minutes into that initial breathwork session, you knew some, something shifted in you significantly. Mm -hmm. Like you, you knew it um, and, and you had been through so many different things and so many different treatment modalities, but there was something that just really, truly shifted. 
um, and then the opportunity to come later when you heard the word, it was like, oh yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then now you are not only practicing it, but facilitating it, which is another level like in your body, because, you know, like, it's like, it's one thing to practice it, but it's another thing to be a guide for other people. Uh, what is that like? Mm. So there's that saying, you know, you can't take anybody anywhere that you haven't been yourself. Mm. And what's so beautiful is what breathwork, the biggest thing it's changed for me is I am 100% able to look at my past, you know, the childhood trauma, the alcoholism, uh, domestic abuse, and the eating disorder, you know, all these, even my house burning down. And it's mm -hmm. like, these things didn't happen to me. They happened for me. Because oh without them, I would not be able to hold the space that I'm able to hold from people. Mm -hmm. And I'm so grateful for it all. I mean, I don't want to do it again, but right. I'm so grateful for it all. Like, it almost makes me teary-eyed because I never mm -hmm. believed I could get to this. Wow. Wow. I'm trying to find a question. <laughs> I'm You're good. I can here. just talk. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just so moved by that. Hmm. But yeah, when you talked about how, you know, the breath, when I heard the word breath work and I just kind of lit up, you know, it really is a calling, you know, it's kind of like the thug life. Like you do not choose it. Mm. It chooses you. Yes, ma'am. So um, I <laughs> said we would kind of get into what it is, um, you know, so why don't you share just a little bit about, you know, in your own words, like what is this breath work thing that we're talking about? For sure. You know, it's it's a form of conscious controlled breathing and it's done for a certain period of time. So maybe, you know, like I said, my first journey was only 20 minutes. The ones I teach are 45 and people are lying down on their mats and you're listening to music. You have eye masks on and it's a circular breath. So a deep inhale and a free exhale. Mm -hmm. And it's one conscious connected breath onto the next and I never in a million years, like that was the other thing. Like as soon as I got done with my first session, I'm like, how does everybody not know about this? And like we all have it within us, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the coolest part of it, for me anyway, it's like my whole life, everybody has been this outs outside jury for me, you know, telling me what I need to do and how I need to do it. And with breath work, you become your own guru. And mm. I can trust whatever flows through, you know, mm -hmm. and then at the end, yeah, you know, it's an work, opportunity it, to I, connect with your body. 100%. It's crazy. Yeah, just like you said, you were like, I've never been in tune with my body like that. That's the other thing that you said that I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, that was, but yeah, it creates the same effects as psychedelics. You know, because you're removing that frontal mind and you can access parts of yourself, you know. I mean, we all shove trauma into little pockets everywhere, whether we know it or not. 
and you're able to access those with breath work. And it works, mm -hmm. especially for someone who loves immediate gratification. I mean, it works every mm -hmm. time the first time. Oh, man. And, and that's really interesting, like you said, because you kind of had um, an addictive personality that needed that gratification. So it's really meeting a need while also healing and providing for you what you need at any given moment, which is always different, right? Um, so the certification that we did together, we spent a lot of time um, breathing in different days and every time is different. You know, there's a yep. book, The Body Knows the Answer. So if you know anything about, you know, um, your conscious mind versus your subconscious, most of our thoughts are in the subconscious, you know, and buried mm -hmm. and suppressed, you know, somewhere in our body. Like the top of mind thoughts is like, you know, what, like, I don't, I can't remember the, the statistics, but, you know, there's a thousand, let's just say, thoughts that we have that we're aware of and then like 10,000 that are also going on that we're not even aware of. That's how we can like drive ourselves home and not even be thinking and still wind up at home. You know, it's like in our subconscious, it's just like rote memory. But that subconscious, if it's not tended to, can become cancer and just all kind of stuff in our body. So the breath work allows us to like tap into what ever is troubling or ailing or needs to be put out, you know, um, in a way that's so powerful. Um, and it's sustaining 100%. for you. Like you feel, you feel shifted. Yeah. That's the thing. Like I, I sometimes can't even believe it's real. And that's mm -hmm. the thing with breath work too. Like a lot of times you aren't able to understand what you released or mm -hmm. what your experience meant, but you're not supposed to. Mm. All that matters is that you feel maybe a little lighter, maybe mm. a little clearer. We can't really know what was released. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing. There's so many journeys I've done where I'm like, I don't know what just happened, but something happened. Mm -hmm. And it does. It shifts the way, like my triggers anymore, like not even a thing. It's so wild. Wow. Yeah, I was going to say, so I'm like, life is still lifing for you, right? Like, you're not like in a oh, state of bliss. <laughs> mm. Are you, you still got no. people in your life? Like, do the people still people in your life? Because I know they still people in my life. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, and that's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, people, it's crazy. Like, humans drive me crazy sometimes, but I love humanity. I don't know if that mm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, no, life is hard, you know, and even after mm -hmm. that initial first breathwork training, you know, I came home and I got a call that my, you know, one of my favorite cousins, he was just like Velcro to me growing up. He's six years younger. Um, he mm -hmm. was in the final stages of AIDS and uh, stage four cancer. And mm -hmm. I just felt that pull. And once again, didn't really have the money to do it, but I flew to California and took care of him in his last couple weeks. And he was able to find peace before he passed simply through doing breath work. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
That's amazing. Through you. Right? <laughs> Through you. And so the you mentioned a, a previous business um, and like a lawsuit or something, but, and so now you have a business that incorporates breath work. Yes. Yeah. Well, how is that going? Um, you know, it is going great. I put the cart before the horse for sure. Yes. Uh-huh. And in November of last year, I'm like, okay, we're going to start doing group breathwork sessions at Onyx. We'll at least put it out there, see if it anybody even bites. I mean, we live in Montana. Now we yes. feel like we're like 10 years behind the rest of the world. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh boy. Um, we put it out there and my sessions filled and were actually waitlisted on yes, those Sundays. Ma'am. And... It led me to, you know, but that's what's crazy. It has only been like five months and it's everything's just kind of blown up. Like I've shifted and now it's like the universe is like, okay, you did it. Here you go. Because these doors just keep opening. You know? But now I do individual sessions, a uh, couple sessions. Um, I volunteer my time once a month uh, to facilitate at the women's recovery prison here. And then I also, um, like this next Wednesday, um, the first Wednesday of every month, I'm doing breath work for first responders. Mm. And so my last group was firefighters. You know, it, it brings up a, an interesting question because it's like, who who can really benefit from breath work? Everybody. Mm-hmm. It works for everyone, every time, the first time. And it was really profound with the firefighters simply because, like, they don't really know how much they hold. Yeah. I just tell people you come in with an open mind and an open heart and just trust, trust the process. Wow. Wow. So if you take yourself back to any any of those seasons of life, teenage, 20-something, pushing 40, and you see that woman, young woman, that's struggling right now, like you were struggling, what do you say to her? What do you want to say to her about her ability to make shift happen in her life? Oh, that's such a profound question. Simply because I feel that for a lot of people that are like me, they have to get to the point where desperation is their gift. And I would tell her, first of all, come do one breathwork session with me, (laughs) but to not give up. You know, there were so many times where it's like, I wanted to die, but I was, I would never do anything to hurt myself, but I would pray for death. And just to remind her that it's temporary and that those ruby red slippers, just like Dorothy from the Wizard of Oz, like she's got the power within her and she's had it all along mm. and not be afraid of it. Mm. Wow. 
You said something so real. I wouldn't do anything to harm myself, but I wouldn't be mad if death came my, by my path. Mm-hmm. That's so real for a lot it's, of people. Yeah. When you're, you know, going through a transition. Um, and, and that's part of why I do this and have these conversations with people like you that are willing to share Mm -hmm. their truth Um, because so often when you're in it you feel like it's just you and it just looks like everybody else is just just has it together and you are the only one Mm -hmm. and I know from personal experience just like you do that that is not true it's not everybody <laughs> struggles everybody we're not talking about it you know it's taboo to talk about and i'm sick of it <laughs> right no it's it's one of the it's what we should be talking about it's what should be talked about in schools and how to manage feelings and it's it's so desperately needed you know it's what's real and it's that is real. why we talk shift I love talking shift. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> how, 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 how do they get a breathwork session with you? How do they find you? Where are you in this miracle breathwork thing you and I do? <laughs> Ooh. You know, I finally, I shouldn't say finally, like I said, I put the cart before the horse, but I finally got my website up in the last few days. It still has some tweaking and stuff to figure out where I'll be blogging and a newsletter and I get a little ahead of myself. Cut. Uh, I'm going to cut it. Nobody. I don't want to hear that. We don't want right? to hear that. And by the time this goes, it'll be up. We blah, blah. Blah, blah. <laughs> so, it's just sonderbreath.com. S-O-N-D-E-R-B-R-E-A-T-H.com. Sonderbreath.com. And the name Sonder. You know, I went back and forth with all these different names and Sonder has been my favorite word for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. And it just means that every, basically every pastor, passerby or every person you come across is living a life as intricate and complex as your own. Mm-hmm. You know, I love that, just that thought. And I feel like it allows me to show up in the world with an open heart. Just knowing that, gosh, we all have stories. We all have pain. We've all been heartbroken, you know, and we all have to give each other that grace. Mm-hmm. Grace indeed. Grace I indeed. so happy you hung in there. And Me too. the world is such a better place with you in it. Well, likewise, you are incredible. Like there's certain people that you meet throughout your life and even if you only meet them once, it's like there's an imprint there on your heart forever. And you are one of those women. Like, you got it, girl. <laughs> you gift. <laughs> Takes one to know one. Love you, queen. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> awesome. You've been listening to Talking Shift, the podcast with your host, Marissa Q. Payne. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend, like or subscribe for future episodes, and leave us a review. 
Talking Shift is a trademark production of Marissa Q. Payne International, your source for coaching and consulting when you need a major shift in life or leadership. For more information, visit MarissaQPayne.com or follow us in social spaces at Marissa Q. Payne.